Hello and welcome to Sincerely Speaking. This conversation is going to be amazing. You are going to want to grab your favorite beverage, your tea, your coffee, whatever it is that you like to have in hand, and probably something to take down some notes in because we have Miss Kara Wilson with us here today and I am really excited to have you get to know her and for her to share her heart and her spirit and everything that she has to share with all of us. We came together because sometimes things just come together. We were in the same circles for a while and I kept seeing her name pop up and I kept seeing her face and I kept thinking, huh, someday I should reach out. <laughs> and then finally I followed my own advice <laughs> and I reached out to her and we had such a great conversation that I'm really truly honestly excited to see where this conversation goes. So Kara, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. You are kind words, I appreciate you. Oh, just pure honesty. Hi, welcome to Sincerely Speaking. I'm Marcia Mara, your self-leadership coach. Now what that means is I'm here to help you rediscover your calling, tap into your greatest potential and strengths, and eliminate those things that keep getting in your way and in the way of your success. So whatever success looks like to you, whether it is in your career, in your business, in your relationships, or in your life in general, I'm here to help you get out of your own way, remove the obstacles, and elevate all of your life to the next level. If you're ready to see everything that you're capable of and see what your life can look like, I invite you to head on over to marciamara.com and set up a 30-minute clarity and confidence call where we will talk about your mission, your vision, your goals, the things that you're here on this planet to create, what might be getting in the way up until now, and some actionable, amazing ways to get out of your own way to eliminate all those obstacles and reach the level of success that you've been dreaming of. Are you ready? Are you ready for the next level? Then stick around to this conversation of Sincerely Speaking and then head on over to marciamara.com and schedule your 30-minute call. Can't wait to meet you in person. Chat soon. So let's start by just getting to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit more about who Kara is and what you do and what your passions are. That's a very loaded Absolutely. question. But you know what I mean. <laughs> right. You know, no pressure. Just explain everything. Sure. <laughs> so I guess my favorite way to describe everything in mm -hmm. short is to do it in three parts, right? So there is the job that I do. My mm -hmm. job is that I'm an executive coach. So I do coaching. I do speaking. I do trainings. I do leadership development. That's pretty much my bag. The nuts and bolts <laughs> of it. But the work, the work that I do is helping leadership become simple. It's never going to be easy, but it really, most things in life can be pretty simple. And certainly our relationship to ourselves and the people around us can be simplified. So that's the work that I do is around people. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I, my business is called Taking Care of Business, but it's really about taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of our people and they take care of our business. That's how that works. So it's pretty straightforward, like the bolts <laughs> of it. But the part that makes me a little different than everyone else is that the fix, the reason that I do this stuff, the thing that makes my future better is that I am looking to build an eco-village around a STEAM university. And I'm inclined to find and work and support people who are in diversity, equity, inclusion who work in the STEM fields and the neurodivergent community, because if we are going to build a community that is for everyone, those are the people who need to have a voice in it. And that is part of, that is a good part of why I do what I do so that I can support those things and head in that direction. 
That is so cool. And see, usually as I'm listening to my guests talk, I can pull out one thing, maybe two, but I have like a million things that I want to ask you now. <laughs> so let's get to it because it's going to be awesome. So let's first talk about this idea of simplifying things, right? We have, for whatever reason, this tendency to overcomplicate things, even to distrust things that are simple. So let's talk a little bit mm -hmm. about how you, as Kara Wilson, the amazing person that you are, how do you handle that, especially when you have executives coming to work with you who tend to have all this, I don't know, intertwined stuff in their head? How do you handle that? <laughs> so it's the same way that I have the energy that I have. Regardless of what is going on in life, I tend to have a very high energy. And it's because I have, I call it jack and back. I have jack back my energy from all of the spaces I have wasted in the world. So I simplify things down to, there are two things in life. There are things you can control and there are things you cannot control. If you let go of the things that you can control, again, simple, not necessarily easy, but very simple. If you just focus on what you have control of, there are only three things. I call these the magic three, hashtag magic three. You can control the way you think, the way you speak, and the way you behave. And that's mm -hmm. it. That is literally all that we actually have any control over. And when we jack back all that wasted energy out there trying to control anything but those three, everything becomes more simple. Because yes. with those, you have all the power, control, and impact you need to succeed now. That is so incredibly powerful. And the reason, I mean, I love it for many reasons, but one of the main reasons why I love it is because I observe a lot the lack of leadership in the world, right? And you know, I work with leaders as well. I just focus on the inner part, which is part of what you do as well. But I find that part of the reason why leadership is so diluted and so ineffective is because we have been led to believe that leadership means making other people do things or moving people to do things and we can't it's not gonna happen <laughs> so speak to that a little bit please i mean i know you already did but i see you shaking. oh um, yes i would love that <laughs> yes yes um i think of it as the difference between management and leadership right yes so we am i coming through okay yes i feel like i broke up there a little bit okay um I think of this as the difference between management and leadership. Leadership is the skill of managing yourself so you can lead others forward in that path, right? We have to allow them that that individuality because that's the magic of the world is that combination of all these different perspectives coming get together to create something. Mm -hmm. But we often try and manage people <laughs> and that's sort of like hurting cats and will make oh, yeah. you crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, after 20 some odd years of teaching, trust me, I know. And being oh, a mom of teens, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of my other favorite things to say all of the time. The same thing that is hard about parenting is the same thing that's hard about leadership. You have to handle this hot mess before you can address that hot mess. Absolutely. <laughs> totally and completely. Yes, 100%. Now, you mentioned people a lot, and I love that. 
that's I think one of the things that led me towards you, like made me gravitate towards you, is this focus on the fact that yes, we are individual, but we live with other people, right? And you talk a lot about how to simplify that aspect of it too. So I would love to just get, and I know that when we are asked to give gists about things that we're really passionate about, it's like, ah, what are you doing to me? But <laughs> the gist of how do we understand better how that operates, the individual with the people, and how do we simplify it a little bit? Oh yeah, uh, so I call this the me we right, and because it talk if you it always starts with me before we can work with we. So if you really want to understand humans, it's really this simple: we are meat suits, mm -hmm. full of hormone soup, controlled by mush management, and made of stardust. <laughs> Every one of us, you don't get out of this without surviving trauma and drama mm -hmm. because you're living as a meat suit navigating your universe in a universe of meat suits. And while absolutely we are the center of our own universe, that is important, it's impactful, we have to own that. We're not the center of the universe. <laughs> What? We're not? Really important. <laughs> Some people <are> like, ah. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> well, I mean, so that's really it. It's a matter of recognizing that absolutely you get to be the center of your universe. But if you want to succeed in the universe, you're going to have to learn to work with other universes and allow them to be the center of their universe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which leads me to the other topic that I want to get into, which is this notion of diversity, which I know it's really important to you, neurodiversity and diversity and all these things. I happen to think, and I, I'm obviously inviting your opinion on this, but I happen to think that we get into a lot of the troubles we get into because we want to justify being the same by pointing out the differences instead of just embracing the fact that we're different and that's cool. So what is your take on this? Yeah. I, I, so I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. We, we are trained from a very young age to spot the differences in each other as though that's what separates us. But I would challenge that belief system, that BS, that actually the fact that there's so much different makes us so much the same. Yes. It's what connects all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, I, I look at things and <laughs> I'm going to share this because I know you're going to find this hilarious. A while ago, I had someone reach out to me and they were like, look, we are putting together this online summit, right? And obviously we love your work, but one of the reasons that we decided to reach out to you is because we need more brown people. <laughs> On the promotional material, right? We were looking at all the speakers and the pictures and we didn't have enough brown people. And my honest to goodness reaction was I'm brown. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? I know somewhere in my consciousness that I am, but I don't really operate that way. I don't go around 
thinking I'm brown, they're black, they're white, they're green, they're purple. I, I just don't. And I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, so I would love to hear more about how you manage those things, right? How you within your leadership, how do yeah. you elevate that notion of being aware of diversity, embracing the differences, but at the same time, not doing things like not dropping the microaggression <laughs> that's legit um right. and the answer is sometimes badly sometimes mm -hmm. very badly but i'm open to that so i think of i think of a lot of things as a spectrum i think that we are all on a spectrum we're on a spectrum of skin color we're on a spectrum of mental capabilities we're on a spectrum of age we're on a spectrum of competency of uh, capabilities everything in our life is a spectrum it's all exactly the same in completely different ways mm -hmm. and the more you embrace a full spectrum experience the more problems and challenges you're going to run into because you're going to say the wrong thing you're going to do the wrong thing you're going to fail forward <laughs> but if you can get comfortable with that it makes it easier for other people to be comfortable with that Absolutely. and you just learn and grow together you get to experience the entire rainbow of experiences and not fear making a mistake absolutely Absolutely. And I believe, um, and I love that you went there, right? That within that spectrum, we navigate and we like falter and go back and forth all over the spectrum, depending on what it is that we're working on. Like one of the things that I work very closely with people on is this idea of confidence and this notion that we've been fed that you have to be 100% confident all the time and you have to own every room. And, and no, Everybody's competent, confident at something, but nobody's confident with everything, right? So <laughs> we go, we navigate back and forth. And in certain areas, at certain moments, we'll be on. <laughs> Some other times, we will be completely ridiculous and flop and mess up. But it's also about how do we view this idea of right and wrong and of failing, yeah. right? So tell me how you would define this whole notion of failing because you said failing forward so i want to know your definition of failing uh, so i think of failing as an expertise uh, mm. i if you look at us as a spectrum of life right mm -hmm. so from from kidding all the way to adulting and mm -hmm. the childishness in between we fail. That is that is predominantly how we know. Not everyone. Some people. I just learned this the other day. Fun fact. Did you know that our ability to learn from failure is a genetic code and some people don't have it. So they huh. only learn through positive reinforcement. Hmm. Right? Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Right. So there are people out there who can fail 400 times, but if you don't tell them where they're winning, they won't see it. Mm -hmm. And that in and itself is its own failure, right? We we don't recognize that as the same, but completely different. Yes. And so I think of failure as an expertise, learning to be okay being wrong, embracing the fact that we are humans. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's beautiful. But we're designed to learn from that. You, if you ever watch a toddler learn how to walk upstairs, because they don't just take a step. Oh, they no. like lift their foot up. <laughs> lift their foot up and put it in. 
They'll do that 400 times before they even put their foot on the stairs. And yet, somewhere in that childish space as we grew up, we forgot that that's a thing that every one of us has done. And now suddenly as an adult, we have to be perfect every time as though there were some kind of thing that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So I've taken right and wrong out of my vocabulary as much as I, you know, <laughs> sometimes I fail at that too. But that's my goal. We all do. We all do. Okay. <laughs> I started to shift to thinking of things as productive or unproductive because sometimes unproductive is the right thing, even though it's considered a wrong behavior. Some yeah. days I need to sit for 30 minutes and stare at a wall mm-hmm. because I need that and it will make me more productive later. So yes. I think of it as being productive or unproductive, not good or bad. And when you shift that, failure is no longer a I am a failure, but that this be this thing, this mm-hmm. this choice, this behavior, this situation failed. And I can just make another choice. Absolutely. I was talking to a group of women today and it was an absolutely beautiful experience. But one of the things that we talked about or that I pointed out was that we are so often taught that in order to be quote unquote successful, there is a right path and a wrong path, right? <laughs> and if you're not following the ro- the right path, which was usually laid out by someone not very similar to you in the important ways that matter, right? Um, then we're not going to make it. And so we sacrifice so much. We sacrifice our true identity. We sacrifice our unique voice. We sacrifice that calling or vision that we are meant to bring forth in the world because we buy into this notion that if we're not doing it their way, then it's the wrong way, right? (laughs) It's so crazy to me. It's so crazy to me. Now, how do we start? I have my view, obviously, on this, but how do we start recognizing what our path is as opposed to the so-called right path? Uh, that there are as many paths forward in this one question as there are in the world, as there are stars in the sky and grains of sand by the sea. That is, that is the truth there. Mm -hmm. What I do though is, so my BS, my belief system is I listen to the voices in my head. Yes, I have voices in my head. I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) And that first voice when confronted with a situation anything that happens and whether it's good or bad there is a first voice that reacts in your brain Mm -hmm. and that is your preconditioned voice the second voice is what your voice is and so i've started to listen to both of those now the first one is not necessarily wrong but that came from somebody Mm -hmm. usually people who love us our parents our community uh the news whatever those things are those are things that we are conditioned to respond Mm -hmm. with yeah the second response is your honest response and the more you can listen to your honest response the easier it is for you to find your path forward there isn't a path there's just the path that you are on. And if it's not working, you can change it. That's the best part of being an adult. Your two-year-old yes. self knew this. At <laughs> two, you were like, adult's going to be awesome because I'll make the rule. And it's true. Yes, it absolutely is. Now, that first voice, one of the things that I have found is that 
we very often, especially once we start doing the work on ourselves, right? And what, when we start recognizing and becoming aware of the fact that we do have competing voices, that we do have choice in a lot of things, one of our first reactions, and I think it's partly the way we're taught, right? Is to try and suppress that first voice. And I think that that's the worst thing that we can do. What I have learned to do, and I would love to hear your take on this, what I have learned to do is to thank it because I know it's trying to help me. So what do you do with that first voice? <laughs> it's very similar. I validate it. Uh, mm -hmm. And I do it in an uh, empathetic, reflective kind of way. So mm -hmm. rather than having to feel I need to agree or disagree with that voice, I can simply say what I heard you say is, and acknowledge that it exists and that that was a thought that I had so mm -hmm. that I can move on from it. Agree or disagree, that was, now what next? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's similar. I, I'm like, okay, thank you. I know you're trying to protect me and, I and you're trying to help me, right? I'm hearing what you're saying, but let's explore other options. And then I move forward and I try to hear that second voice, right? So I think it's just a matter of going against the grain of thinking that we have to suppress certain things. And I think that yes. that's one of the biggest things that the world does to us. One of the big reasons why I gave up teaching after 25 years was because I was seeing so much of the awful side effects of what we teach kids, right? Like they have yeah. to conform to certain things. They have to be good at specific things. Certain things are not helpful or valuable. You have no idea how many creative, or you probably do because you are in this world of leadership, right? But how many creative, wonderfully talented kids would get to me in high school thinking that they had nothing valuable to offer the world because they weren't good at math and science or they couldn't write an yeah. essay the way another kid could. And yet they had all this talent that was not reinforced, that was not validated, that was not moved forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just having this discussion with someone who's on the spectrum who who tests mm -hmm. as autistic. And we have an, generations of autistic children who were put in special education and told they were less than everyone else. Weird side fun fact. Did you know the most successful civil engineers are on the spectrum? Because okay. they see the world different, not mm -hmm. worse, not less, just different. And the more yep. we can lean into different isn't bad, it's just different, mm -hmm. the more we get to experience the full spectrum of reality and, and expand our own consciousness to what could be. Absolutely. Now, <clears throat> sorry, my throat suddenly decided to be stupid. <laughs> One of the things that I hear a lot of people complain about or come to me for, right? One of the main reasons that they seek out my work is because they get to the to the space where they're feeling stuck. And that's the, the word that they typically use, right? I feel stuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't feel like, I feel like I'm trapped is another way that they put it. And you mentioned earlier that part of the beauty of being an adult is changing the things that you don't like, right? So for someone that comes to you and says, I feel stuck, what would be the one piece of advice that you would give them to start moving out of that space of feeling stuck or trapped? God, that's a really good question. One, <laughs> one thing. <sighs> 
I'll give you two if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Oh man. Um so what I typically do in that situation when someone comes to me and says that they are stuck with something or they're unsure of what the path forward is, I I typically go straight into offering one of my clarity sessions because the idea there is to slow down mm-hmm. and have someone ask you the questions so that you have to say some of the things out loud and then they repeat back to you I repeat back to you what mm-hmm. you just said because there is it is so easy to get lost in our own heads but when we start to say things out loud and we hear ourselves back we're like oh 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 and the connections <laughs> just start happening so fast Absolutely. so that I could be my one thing is find a buddy and say it out loud yes you're so good. So we are coming to the end of our time together, which flies when it's amazing people like you. But this is great because you just mentioned your clarity call, and I am going to invite you to invite others to come and find you and connect with you and hop on a call with you. So how can they do that? <laughs> Oh, very easily. Uh, you can go on to my website, www.takingcareofbusiness.com. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just email me, carajean at takingcareofbusiness.com. Awesome. So everybody, look her up on social media. I know she is on Facebook. Are you on Instagram and LinkedIn and all these other platforms too? Yes? Okay. So look her up connect with her all the ones all the ones okay good um and look her up connect with her the information for her website is going to be on the show notes and just make sure to connect with Kara and get on one of those clarity calls and see rediscover what is possible for you Kara thank you so much I knew this would be absolutely awesome and it was any last thoughts that you want to throw out there before we wrap up Marcy, you're amazing. I appreciate you. I love that you are bringing people into this space. And my goodness, that went so fast. Right? (laughs) It did. It's just, you know, when you have fun, amazing people, that's what happens. So thank you so much for being part of Sincero Speaking. Go check her out. Go look up all her stuff. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you, Kara, for being with us. I hope you have found as much value and impact in this conversation as we found in creating it for you. If you have, then go ahead and share this with someone else in your life that you know might find it valuable. And in the meantime, don't forget about my offer to head on over to marciamara.com and schedule your free 30-minute clarity and confidence call. We will talk through all your dreams, all your plans, all your goals, the things that might be getting in the way. And if it makes sense for both of us, I might invite you to join me in one of my programs or one of my coaching packages, but there's no obligation. And I promise you that this will be the best 30 minutes you've spent in a long, long time. So again, head on over to marciamorrow.com, set up that time to chat, and I will see you on the other side. And in the meantime, share, subscribe, like, and I'll see you next week here on Sincerely Speaking. Thank you.